our new bestie has changed how we track our investments. Why have over 400,000 investors chosen ShareSite? It's simple. This online investment dashboard for your investment portfolio supports over 500,000 stocks, ETFs, and funds, plus integrated with more than 200 platforms, ensures your entire investment portfolio is organized and accessible in one place. Move beyond the limited insights from brokerage statements. ShareSite offers a comprehensive view of your financial performance, including analyzed reports, dividend gains, and the impact of currency fluctuations, all through intuitive graphs and visualizations. But here's the best part. For the investee besties out there, ShareSite is offering a special deal. Save four months when you purchase an annual premium plan. It's time to dive deep into performance metrics, streamline tax reporting, and share your portfolio with ease. Join the link in the episode description to sign up to ShareSite now and transform your investment experience. Today's Thursday, which means we're bringing you Girls at Business, a weekly series where we spill the tea on how to create a seven-figure side hustle because no one saves their way to wealth. You're joined today by Sim, a seven-figure business owner, and with me is Maya, an entrepreneur in the making. Hi, Maya. Kia ora, Sim. If you could tell me how excited you are out of 10 for this episode, what would that number be? Oh, a solid 8.5. Not a 10? Not yet. No. I've seen that next few episodes that we have coming up. I'm saving my teens for those. Okay. Yeah. That's honest. Mm-hmm. Thank you. But this is very exciting. I cannot wait to get into this episode. But before we do, Maya, give us a life update. How have you been? Oh, she's thriving. She is. Yeah. The past few months have been really rough. Hell. Hell. For both yeah. of us. Yeah. So it's just like really you know, when you've had rain for such a long time and then it's sunny and beautiful, you can hear the birds chirping, you can feel the breeze on your skin. That's what it feels like. Would you say that you can see clearly now? That the rain is gone? That the rain is gone? 100%. Oh my God, same. Yeah. Guys, Maya and I, we had a month and we both just had a month at the same time. Yeah. And it was like the world, I think it was the worst month of my life. It, it was like probably one of the toughest moments that I've experienced for years and we would just like FaceTime each other and ang- sometimes it was like the you know five stages of grief sometimes she'd catch me in anger sometimes would catch each other in denial like it was just full-on but we've come past it we've come past it and I will say Sim yes it was actually beautiful going through it together 100 <laughs> percent, because <laughs> we could just message each other and be like everything and it could just be a mix of emotions all at once and we were like got you I've got you and we could almost be like you know what well this also really terrible thing has happened and you'd you'd kind of be like well you know what my day wasn't that bad yeah it was good it was good but now the sun is shining we can see clearly now that the rain is gone so today Maya we are talking about something that we get asked a lot which is how do people get their business in the news how do they get their business press how do they get PR as someone that is still a recovering tightwood Still a recovering, like, super, what's it called when you're, like, real scrappy business owner? Mm, Doing everything yourself. Doing everything myself, Mm -hmm. doing it for free. We get asked this question a lot, and I think the misconception that people have had for us, I mean, we've been 
in Forbes, we've been in Vogue, we've done BBC, Business Insider, a lot of press in New Zealand, mm-hmm. a lot of press in Canada. We've done live TV in the States and Canada and Australia and New Zealand. Like we have done we've it done all. quite a bit. You could say. Yeah. And people ask us like, how did we do it? Did we work with like a really cool marketing agency or did we, I don't know, like have friends in these industries? Mm-hmm. I was an optometrist. Yes. Sonia worked in insurance. Yes. And we didn't have a dollar to our name as a company, mm-hmm. but we still managed to get all of this press and we did it all for free. So I'm happy to chat about the exact steps I took because now that I've been there and I've done it, I don't think we'd ever pay for an agency. In, in fact, we have some like stories of trying to work with agencies and it resulting in nothing. Oh, this is something that I have wondered seeing GTI's journey and seeing that you do pop up in the news often. Now you're writing articles, you're here, there and everywhere in Vogue and Forbes. I actually have wondered, just like as a friend, how did she get her little fingers in yeah, all these pies? Her little fingers in these TV productions. So Sim, how many times have you been in the news and when was the first time your business was in the news? Okay, that's a great question. I actually have a Google Doc called Achievements because I Ooh. this is really someone taught me to do this. I can't remember who, but it was really helpful. Every time you're in something, even if it's really tiny and it doesn't feel like a big deal at the time, just write it all down because one day it'll be helpful to know where you've been. So let me tell you our overseas news features. We have had Vogue, CanStar, BBC, CNBC, Yahoo Finance, Marie Claire, Forbes, Nerd Wallet, Financial Times, Acons, US News, University of Oxford, Cosmopolitan oh Mag, my- Glamour Mag. You were in Cosmo? Oh my- yeah, I was. You were in Marie Claire? Yeah, I was in Marie Claire, Future Shaper 2023. Like they chose 10 women around the world. Oh my good guys, my jaw is and my mouth is open. Did you not see that one Instagram post I made about it? (laughs) Sorry, you won't finish your list. Carry on. Canadian TV, Channel 7 News, Business Insider, I said this before, Daily Mail a few times, Mm -hmm. ABC News, Metro UK. And then these were overseas ones. And then in New Zealand, it's, you know, Dame Show, Viva, Remix, News Hub, Breakfast, Urban List, One News, RNZ, Project, Spinoff, Stuff, Renews, ZM. Kyoto magazine, which is the Air New Zealand okay. magazine, and Today <laughs> FM. So pretty much every you've done everything in New Zealand, like almost every, every media, everything, yeah. probably except for Tikariri, which yes. is the Maori one. So let's oh. get you in there. No, it wasn't news, but we did like a production with Maori TV. Yeah, she's done it all. Yeah. Okay, so so that I, answers kind of the first question. How many? Yeah. I would say more than fifty. Yeah, and the first time girls that invest ever got on the news was actually the hardest time we ever got on the like the hardest journey to get on the news like no one would talk about us no one would put us Mm -hmm. on the news and this is a story I've shared in some of like the business talks I've done so Mm -hmm. if you've ever heard me speak you might have heard this story before but basically we got into the top like 10 business podcasts in New Zealand mm-hmm. back when we were just trying to be big in New Zealand. And I've reached out to this news website stuff. Mm-hmm. Is this in the first, second year of GTI? Where second is this? year? Okay. Yep. The first year of GTI, in the first couple of months, actually, we got, it wasn't a news website, but it was like a money, it was called Money Hub. And Money Hub put us in the top 10 podcasts to look out for. Aww. And I was like, this is crazy because we have two episodes. 
Wow. So the bar is low, but I'm, I'm kidding. That was very kind of them. Mm-hmm. But they weren't like a big news like website. They were just a website I knew of that mm-hmm. I respected. So we tried to get on this website called Stuff, which is like a large national news agency in New mm-hmm. Zealand yeah. newspaper. And they just like weren't interested in the story. And for those that are listening and going, well, how do you even reach out? You just email them. You just find the person that does articles in the niche that you want. So if you want to talk mm-hmm. or find the person that does like sports journalism, mm-hmm. find a couple of sports journalist articles and then search up their name. And then from their name, you can try and find their email or work out their email. Work scrappy. I love it, sis. So there is a website called, I think it's called hunter.io. Okay. And if you just type in hunter email finder, it will, it will tell you. And if you type in like bbc.com, what it will say to you is, okay, at bbc.com, the common email way that people's emails are set up will be like firstname.lastname at bbc.com. Or it will be right. like first letter of first name dot last name, like s.core mm-hmm. at bbc.com. Mm-hmm. And so then you can start to then work out, oh, okay, well, this journalist is like sarah.smith at bbc.com or s.smith at bbc.com. So you can like trial out a few. Mm -hmm. So basically I would find their names. Mm -hmm. I would send them cold emails and I've actually got a script of how I, what I would say, and we can get into that. Perfect. But the first person like wasn't interested. I then went back to them again. I was like, Hey, you know, we're now number one business podcast in New Zealand. Mm -hmm. Kind of cool. Yeah. Like, do you want to do you want to share Very about cool. this story? And they were like, you know, we'll see how we go. And then in November 2021, we became the number one business podcast on Apple and Spotify in the US, in Canada, number two in the UK, number two in Australia, number one in New Zealand. And I was like, hey, talk to me now. Like, this is my. I just thought people would come to you and be like, hey, I'd love to like read about what you've done or I'd love to like like I just assumed that people knew that we were the small little company and that we were achieving great things and I waited initially for the press mm-hmm. to come to me I mean that's I don't think that's naive of you to think because in my head I'm like well yeah if you're doing these big moves you're a small company Aotearoa New Zealand is small so sure stuff can throw you a DM I just assumed people would re- I, I was like where's Alan do you know what I mean? Mm. Like, where is – I feel like back in the day you made, like, one viral video and you are on Ellen. Like, damn Daniel. Like, the damn Daniel van. Like, he got a lifetime supply of vans. <laughs> We've had this conversation we on have. this episode. <laughs> We're clearly not over it. <laughs> We're going to be talking about Daniel and therapy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, yeah, it was just – really heartbreaking because they did the same thing they were like oh like we're really busy like other stories are kind of taking precedent but they said to me I'll pass this on to like my business editor like so and so and I just mentioned her name their name Mm -hmm. and I was like a week had gone by nothing nothing had happened Mm -hmm. I then guessed so and so's email the business editor of that media company and I typed in first name dot last name at mediacompany.com forwarded her the email thread of being rejected and I was like would you like to cover this because you've got one more day or a couple more days before I take it off you and take it off as an exclusive story to you and I give it to someone else Ah. because with media companies 
the news companies, they want to get the story first. And mm-hmm. so you're basically like, you can break it first. Exclusivity. But if you don't break it first, like, I'll just give it to someone else. Mm-hmm. And then they got back to me and they're like, no, like, we're happy to cover it. They sent someone over to, like, you know, take photos of me and Sonia and do a whole interview. Really? So that was our very first media appearance. And you guessed her email. I guessed her email. I love that. I love that so much. I think it's it just goes to show like the expectation that you might have. And we've had people say to us like that was racism. Or we've had people say to us like if you were two white girls, like maybe it would have been easier. Maybe mm. that's a possibility. But at the end of the day, I can't control like any of that. I can just control how hard I be pushy yeah, you to were, get what I want. You were like. I'm not accepting this, no. Christina vibes. What would Christina do? She did not take the no. No. Funny you say that. I learned this hack from Christina because she was the one that would always say on Keeping Up With The Kardashians that you, Mm -hmm. what was the saying? It was like, if you are being told no, you're asking the wrong person. You've mentioned that actually quite a few times. I'm not sure, probably on the podcast, but also even personally as well. This is something that Sim goes by as well. I mean, it works. It works. Because you were told no multiple times. Maya actually has an example of this. Yes. So earlier this year, I was looking for a full-time job. I'm studying population health. I'm passionate about community health, about helping people, about Māori health, and improving equity for Māori in the health system in Aotearoa. And I went and applied for a job or, you know, had some connections and was going to work with someone And she was like, okay, this is what the salary is. I'm fortunate to have a mortgage and it was well below anything that I expected. I have really good references. I have good life experience and I'm pretty switched on. And I was like, I was actually really deflated. Mm. It was something like 45 to 50K. Was it that low? It was low. Oh. And and she was like, I was earning more part-time doing what something else outside of the industry and she was like this is probably what you're gonna get because you don't have experience you haven't graduated yet and I was like no Mm -mm. first of all I have a mortgage (laughs) second of all I'm not taking this no because I know what I bring to the table I know the experience that I have I'm gonna go somewhere else I look somewhere else I got two really good job offers at actually one place was like when I first started studying was like my dream place to work. And I got both of those job offers and they were over 20K more than what I was previously told is all I could get. Thank you, Christina. Thank you, Christina. That's amazing. Yeah. And that just speaks to like you understanding your worth, you not being – because I think anyone, especially like imagine if you were 20 – Mm. And you had never worked a job in your life yeah. and you had just like come out of university or you were in your final year. Like there's almost like a preying upon vulnerability that lets people undercut so many new grads. Yeah. Well, I mean, I was deflated because uh, I thought she's really experienced in this. She knows, you know, the range, salary ranges. And also you kind of healthcare is not known to make you bucks Mm. so I was like oh but then I sat back I was like no I know what I bring to the table I know my experience and I'm gonna go somewhere else and you did I did that's amazing and it's just yeah very proud of you thank you she gets what she deserves she does 
Going back to the conversation around like trying to channel that in ourselves, it was just yeah, so important to me. Mm-hmm. And that's how we got our first press article. So even though, as I said earlier, we've had so much press since then, it took a lot of groundwork to get the first story out. And I kid you not, it was like dominoes because as soon as that first story came mm-hmm. out, every other news article in the vicinity wrote a story about us. Like really, they were like, oh, wait, what's this thing that's like popped off? And then the people that we were struggling to say yes to were reaching out to us and being like, hey, can we also cover the story about you? Ah, so it first started off with you doing, guessing the emails and then you got your first breakthrough and then from then people started contacting you a hundred percent and I I just want to be realistic and be Mm -hmm. honest that like we had hundreds of no's before we got that first yes this wasn't my first time trying to reach out to the press I remember like vividly sitting down in my house and just like writing the same email to everyone I could think of we reached out to time magazine like I I lost the plot but also I love that because it's like when you just shoot your shot, I mean, you were in Vogue, sis. Well, yeah, but like in Forbes, like is is time that crazy? Well, back then we didn't have any of those. So I was just like, oh, now you're nodding your head. Yeah. (laughs) I love the boldness. Thank you. And you don't, what is that saying? We're full of sayings today. We are. You don't get what you don't ask for. (laughs) Is that a saying? No, I think I just... (laughs) Anyway, that's very bold of you to contact Time. Thank you. And they actually got back to us and they said no. Oh, and that was they very, got back to you. That's what I love about it. So yeah, it's cool. We had so many people that I reached out to that either like never got back to us or said no. And I would just channel my inner Christiana. I would just channel my inner like, no, it will happen. Mm-hmm. But I just want to be realistic. If you're starting a business or you have a business or you just have something that you're passionate about and you want to get that word out there, It is not as easy as, hey, I want to share this story and someone is happy to share it for you. You have to really get that first line of trust. And Mm -hmm. when one person trusts you, it is so much easier for the rest of them too. And a little tip I kind of want to go into as the next part of this conversation is the sooner you get the big dogs in terms of media, the much easier process it is to get the next thing or the next large item like don't chase you know your local news station don't chase the I don't know Seattle Times go for your big media companies because once you get into them they want to be the first to break that news if you get into Allen if you get into the Today Show if you get into the I don't know ABC Australia or 60 Minutes whatever it is it is much easier to get into that than to try and be like hey yeah I was in like my local suburban newspaper the Rotorua Times Times, (laughs) and therefore now I want to be on the project yeah oh that makes sense because you're going for the big dogs and then the little dogs will follow because they're like oh you were in the Herald sweet easy that has been sort of my second tip but did you have any other questions yes what impact did being on the news have on the business I would say that the impact was not as profound as it may seem in terms of like follower numbers or book sales. What Mm -hmm. I've noticed is when I try and get press, it is less about the immediate 
impact of it. Like it's not like we get on the news and then the next day we get like 10,000 extra followers. Oh, okay. Even like getting on Forbes and we had like a really big feature on Forbes twice. Yeah. Neither of those resulted in huge spikes to Mm -hmm. our followers or our revenue. It was more the impact that it had for leverage. So being able to say, hey, we were on this and this and that meant that the next time we had a deal that we wanted to sign, we were able to use those examples as proof that we were legitimate or proof that we were like a big business or something that was worth someone joining. So for example, rather than being like, oh, we got into Forbes and therefore that's made us money, we would be able to use, hey, we've been in Forbes when we reach out to someone to do a brand partnership with. Right. We'd be like, hi, we're called Girls That Invest. Forbes describes us as da-da-da-da-da. We'd love to work with you on this project. Oh, so it does, it gives you that extra appeal for, yeah, for brand deals to be like, hey, this is why you should work with us. This is why you should pay us this because we've been, Forbes has said this about us, da 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 Have you ever been on a website or like, a, especially if it's like a product website, they'll have like as a banner seen, yeah. as seen in and it would be like Cosmo and Glamour Magazine and Marie Claire. And it's like, wow, this mascara is really good. It's been like featured in mm. Allure. Like it's been everywhere. Brands are the same. Like our kind of brand is the same. So if people can jump on our website or like if someone doesn't know who we are, mm. but they trust you know, Forbes and BBC and Business Insider. And they're like, oh, well, these brands have all featured girls that invest. Obviously, we know we're legitimate. How do you convince someone else very quickly in an email that's never met you that's halfway across the world? Press. Oh, okay. Because I did think, well, I would have thought that with Forbes or Vogue that would increase, you know, book sales or followers. But, and that is something that I didn't, think of at all Mm. to be able to use that as leverage and it makes so much sense Mm -hmm. okay sim so you've already mentioned one tip do you have any more for us i guess what do you want tips with like is it how to get on or like how to how to get on the news how to prepare getting on the news are my first two big ones So I once purchased this. So I had a friend who does amazing work. Her name is Tori. She actually runs her first 100K. Oh. Amazing. And she had a like PDF on how she got on the news for, because she has a lot of press as well. Mm -hmm. And she got a lot of it for free as well. And so I bought her course it was like a, a like a written course and she's made it free now. So I'm, I'm sure she won't mind me sharing this, but it was a template of what you should do. And so it was like a three sentence template that I would just send as an email or a tweet. Tweets because journalists might not be as easy to find on email if you you know can't guess it right, but they'll always be on Twitter and they're always looking for stories. And so you put into your own mind, like as a journalist, they're looking for some story to share. They have to come up with a story every single day or every single week. Like they Mm. want content. They want to share these cool things that are happening in the world. So the sort of template that I would use based off what Tori would do is I'd be like, hi, my name is Simran. Mm -hmm. I'm a globally recognized money expert. Mm. I have helped over X amount of women start an investment account and I'd love to share my story with you. And that was it. That's a good elevator pitch. It's shit. You're basically just 
having an elevator pitch that you've done something and that could be like, hey, my name is Maya. I am a health student and I have helped over 5,000 women like get better with XYZ and I'd love to share my story because it's like, why wouldn't they want to hear about this story? And it doesn't matter what your numbers are. It doesn't matter what the story is. If it resonates with them, it resonates with them and you just need it to resonate with one person. For business owners, every transaction is more than just a swipe of the card. It's the culmination of your hard work, dedication, and commitment to your customers. That's why I'm excited to share with you a game-changing solution that's simplifying the way businesses like yours accept payments. Introducing Tap to Pay on iPhone, powered by Stripe. Contactless payments has never been easier. You can seamlessly accept contactless payments directly from your iPhone and the best part, there's no additional hardware required. Think about it, from local pop-ups to global retailers, tap to pay on iPhone and Stripe cater to businesses of all sizes, empowering them to accept payments right from their iPhones. It's a game changer for businesses looking to scale quickly and stay flexible with quick setup that takes minutes, not days. So how can tap to pay on iPhone and Stripe benefit your business? It's simple, increased revenue, expanded reach and enhanced customer experience. It's a win, win, win. To learn more about how tap to pay on iPhone and Stripe can transform your business, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone today. To get that one story. Mm. And so I did that. I would just send it out to everyone. Is this on emails, Instagrams, Twitter? I found most luck with Twitter. Okay. Followed by email. Instagram wasn't that popular. Okay. Also, do you think now you would add threads? You can't message on threads. Oh, okay. You can tell that you have not used threads yet. But another thing I would do is I'd be very specific on who I'd message. And Mm -hmm. so if there are people in your industry that are getting articles, let's say you're in the beauty industry and you see like so-and-so always getting in the news, search up their name on Google News, like type in their company name in quotation marks, and then Google News will show you all the articles where they've been featured and then click on those articles see who wrote those articles and then send those people messages because if they've featured your competitor they're more probably more likely to be interested in your space and your area and your dynamic if they do like top 10 mascaras to like look out for in 2023 they're kind of the person that you want to be in contact with ah that's something that i never would have thought to do I don't know where these ideas come from in my head. How did you figure that out? Was that on Tori's PDF? No, that was just me being cheeky. Oh, I love it. (laughs) Well, I was like, if I'm going to write an article or if I'm going to get someone to write an article about me, who would write it? Well, it's going to be the people that write money articles to begin with. It's not going to be John that writes about, you know, IBS. He's not going to care. Nah. It's going to be Alicia that writes about female and finance articles every week. In times, like she's probably more likely to write an article about me than anyone else. Thank you. So many gems, Sim, and you've done quite a lot of live TV. I get sweetie doing this pre-recorded podcast with one of my best friends. Are you sweetie right now? <laughs> I'm, I'm also just kind of a sweetie person. You know what? Sorry to you are. I, I genuinely <laughs> am. Like my partner he goes and does like a whole workout everything bjj grappling with people nothing not even a beat of sweat oh my god yeah 
Maybe he gets Botox in his sweat glands. Honestly, I think that's probably what he does. I wouldn't put it past him. Yeah. And he just skips a BJJ class and just goes and gets Botox. That's why he looks so young. Anyway, (laughs) anyway, how do you prepare for being on the news, both being in written and on camera, especially live? Okay, this is going to sound so embarrassing and you cannot laugh at me, but I have just watched so much of the Kardashians that I, <laughs> you, I said you, I, know. I asked you not to laugh at me. I, I also didn't promise, but sorry, carry on. <laughs> you actually didn't. Yeah, you did. Mm. Anyway, I have watched so much of the Kardashians that I have internalized how they talk. Like I have internalized Shut their up. media training. And I just think like, you know how they answer a question? Like someone will be like, hey, Kylie, like tell us about your lips. And she'll be like, yeah, I've like just been having so much fun, like playing with makeup. And like me and my friends have been really interested in just like having a good time and we'll try and like like trial different overliners with like lipsticks and it's just been so fun and actually we have our new range coming out next month oh my god she did not stutter do not let anyone tell you that the kardashians (laughs) don't teach you anything they've taught girls that invest director and founder media training well that's what i use and it's worked that's so genius i just watched every episode from like when i was 10 years old till now you're a diehard i'm a diehard you're a diehard they are problematic but i'm a diehard fan and so i would just yeah like watch how they answer and it's not that they don't answer the question because you do but you just find a way to always answer as a positive like because you'll have a lot of negative questions thrown at you so people will be like for example, oh, like, have you received any negative feedback about girls that invest or like has have men reached out and like what about people in the industry? And we'll be like, oh, you know, the response has been overall extremely positive. Last week we got a message from a woman who told us that she was in an abusive relationship, but she followed Girls That Invest. She took her masterclass and she started off with $8,000 and she sent us a screenshot. She's $33,000 in her investment account. That's life-changing. I see what you did. Now that you mentioned it, you just turn it around to being a positive and you don't say like, next question. Yeah, you don't. <laughs> or like, yeah, actually, we got quite a lot of hate about this post. And No. One thing that has really yeah. helped, and my friend Glenn from My Millennial Money taught me this, mm-hmm. when people ask you questions and you're on someone else's show or you're on the news, always refer back to your podcast or your community because you want to keep referencing that thing that people go, oh, what's that all about? Like, instead of being like, hey, don't forget to follow my podcast, Girls That Invest, if someone asked me like, you know, what are you seeing as being really important for young people? I'd say something like, you know, we asked this question to our community, our podcast listeners the other week, or, you know, on the podcast last week, I mentioned this, da, 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 da. And you're just gently promoting your podcast or your show or something that you have, your book. You know, when I was writing my book, I remember this came up to me. That she's learned media training from the Kardashians. And Glenn James. And Glenn James, sorry. Glenn? (laughs) Of course. That's amazing. Yeah. Holy cow. And so does that also take, did you have this in mind when you first went on TV live for the first time? The Kardashians? Yeah. No. I guess it just came to me. I think what's really helpful is being quick on your feet or being quick 
witted. I don't yeah. know if that's the right word. You're good at that. Thank you. I think I like can pull things into my mind quite quickly. So that's helped. I don't mm-hmm. think that's a natural thing I've been born with. I think if you want to get better at media training, just in case, you know, you don't even have to have had a business right now, but if you want to prep for that time when you get to sit down and Good Morning America is like, tell us, how did it happen? Mm-hmm. Just imagine someone asking you a question and just answer it to yourself. Like there's no shame. I don't think there's anything wrong with like driving in silence on your way to work and then being like, yeah. So I came up with the idea of Girls That Invest when I was in my bed. And you're just practicing your story. You're practicing your elevator pitch. For the day, you're almost manifesting people asking you how you grew your successful business. Mm-hmm. And by the time it comes, got your answer. You've got it. You've. I actually used to, when we first started doing these podcasts, I would do that in the car. Me too. Yeah. Because I'm like, okay, I want to sound, this is something completely new to me. So I want to sound, you know, good or you know, not dumb. You've never sounded dumb. <laughs> You've never sounded dumb. We get so much feedback. We get, guys, we get more feedback about how amazing Maya is. Sometimes Sonia and I are like, should we just quit? <laughs> Thank you so much. Everyone is so sweet. So getting a script is good. Practicing talking to yourself in the car. Also what I heard was getting your friend or your partner to do a little mock interview in the lounge, ask you questions? 100%. When I would ever go for like job interviews, I would do the same thing. I would just get people to throw me random questions and you just like, you'd learn how to just like answer something quickly and be like, oh, okay, how does my brain quickly come up with something to jump onto? Mm. Because you're never going to know the answer to everything and that's okay, but you should be able to learn how to formulate an answer to something you've never thought about before. Mm. And if you can master that skill, then there's actually nothing anyone can ever ask you that you don't know how to answer. I love that. Finessing. Finessing. The art of. (laughs) That's the next book. (laughs) Girls at Finesse. You've finessed a whole lot in this episode, Sim. I have. Scrappy queen. I love it. (laughs) Happy to help. (laughs) Do you have anything else that you've ever wanted to know when it comes to how we get on the news, how we've done certain things? I think you've answered like quite a lot. You've told us, is that your script? You mentioned earlier. Yeah. It's literally those three lines on Twitter. Just Twitter, send them a DM. It's okay if people say no. I think the last thing I'd like to mention that I don't think people think of because we're so focused on getting on the news or Mm -hmm. so focused on getting that story that you don't even consider this. But what I would do after every single person that got us an interview or got us something, whether it was in person or via email, you know, if they interviewed us live or if they were just like care of the questions, I would always make a point to be like, thank you so much for having me on the show, for interviewing me. If you ever Mm -hmm. need someone for business, investing or property, like I'm happy to jump on. And now we have some journalists that are kind of like, we have this mutually beneficial relationship where if they need a story, if they're like drying up, if it's like being a slow news week, they will message us and they'll be like, do you have anything interesting that you're seeing? And I'll be like, you know what? this topic is quite popular today. This topic is quite popular this week. And we're also seeing a few people talk about this. Here's three options. I can jump on and talk about any of those for you. And then I do. And then the benefit of that is when I have something like our book came out, I reach out to those same people Mm -hmm. and I was like, I'd love to share this. Oh, that's fabulous. I remember 
we were working with a PR agency that our book had assigned us. Mm-hmm. So our publisher like contracted out to a random PR company to help us. That PR company got us zero, zero press. And I waited a month. The launch happened. They didn't do anything for us. Two or three months had gone by. This is for the book. This is for my book. They're a PR company. Could not get us a single article or press. Shut up. They said that it was too difficult. Stop. And then that night I got mad. I reached out to like three different news articles, companies using my methods. Mm -hmm. We got three articles. So anyway, that was my story. I hope it's been helpful. We've never paid a dollar for paid marketing, PR, press, news. But now that you know my secrets, you're able to take them away and get into anything that you want because that's exactly how we did it yeah we don't need a pr company with those tips in and also i would like to preface i changed my 8.5 to a 10 was this good that was fabulous like so insightful not that i thought it wasn't going to be you didn't think pr was interesting (laughs) no no i just it's really i love hearing about ingenuity like new things and hearing how like actually scrappy you were I love it. And it's actually genuinely so helpful. It's free. Everyone can do it. It's accessible. Yeah, you just need an internet connection and a little bit of creativity. Anyway, I'll see you next week, Maya. Thank you so much, Sim. Kakite. Bye. And as always, to finish off with our disclaimer, Girls That Invest does not provide personalized investing advice for your individual needs. We are not financial advisors. The advice from Girls That Invest exists for educational purposes only and should not be relied upon to make an investment or financial decision. Advice from Girls That Invest is general in nature and does not consider individual circumstances. Always do your research and please use your due diligence. Alrighty, till next time team. Bye.